Hi, everyone. I'm Zara. And when I was young, my mom made so much money selling my perfect hair. If you're not subscribed to the channel yet, hit that subscribe button. Click the notification bell icon and give this video a thumbs up, because it really helps us a lot. When I was very little, too little to even remember, I was told I had the most perfect hair. The moment I went for my first haircut, the hairstylist begged my mom to let her cut my hair short so she could keep most of it and sell it to wig makers. And when the wig makers found out where the stylist got the hair, they flocked to our house. Word got out, and people came just to offer to buy my hair. That was how the cycle started. Mom would let me grow my hair for about a year, and as soon as it was long enough, she'd cut it and sell it. But then more and more people came to buy, and the demand was simply too high for the supply. I couldn't grow my perfect hair fast enough. My mom immediately had a eureka moment. If she could get all those people to bid on my hair, she'd make way more than what she usually made from just selling it. And everyone would try to outbid each other. That would take care of the overwhelming demand, she thought. It worked. My mom got rich off of me before I could even be old enough to drive. Unfortunately, none of that money benefited me. She kept me busy with looking after my precious mane, only eating and drinking superfoods and anything that could ensure the health of my hair. I was also forbidden to stay out too long in case I got sun damage. And all the money she kept for herself. She used it to buy herself luxurious spa days and to shop for a lavish new wardrobe. She even bought a few diamonds. When normal kids would get to play on weekends and spend sleepovers with their friends, I spent my Saturdays and Sundays at salon appointments and treatments. Why would you want to waste any time going to Becky's house? Her mom's so cheap. I bet you she buys budget shampoo. I don't even know if she buys conditioner. Absolutely no way I'd let you stay the night. If you even so much as take one shower there, you could come home with falling hair. Who's going to feed us then? How are we going to make money? I wanted to suggest that she just get a job. But if I did, I was certain I'd get a hiding from her. So I kept my silence and just continued on with the cycle. Grow hair, sell it. Grow more hair, sell more of it. That was until I met Wayland. He was in the year above me, and he was everyone's crush. But no matter how many girls fell head over heels for him, he only ever approached me. He actually had less game than you'd think. When he first asked me out, he couldn't talk straight, so he just stared straight at my shoes. I'm, uh, you're really, mm, you have really pretty hair. So do you want to go to the cafe down on Main? I, I mean, you're really pretty. Not, not just your hair. So I, I want to ask you out. Is that okay? Of course I said yes. Waylon was very sweet. He would bring me some flour he picked on the way to school every day, and he listened. Maybe because he was bad at talking, but he listened anyway. That was why things escalated between us, and I did something I shouldn't have done. In the moment, 
I justified it as us being in love. And what could be wrong when you're in love? So, a few months later, I found out I was pregnant. I'd only just started seventh grade. No one's ready to have a kid at seventh grade. My mom freaked out when she found out. She was furious. First she sobbed violently, then she started throwing things in the house, and then she directed that anger at me. Do you have any idea what you've done? Children are so expensive, and what about your hair, huh? All that nutrition you need for your hair, the baby's gonna suck it all up. Quick, quick, change into something more decent. I'm taking you to the salon right this instant before that child inside you starts making your hair ugly. It might not be too late yet. The hair might still be usable. I thought Mom would at least care, but she was more concerned about making money off of me. That day, the salon didn't pay as much as it used to. My hair had gone slightly duller. Mom was right. The baby was starting to leach nutrition off of me. But I didn't care. What I cared about was doing what was right for me and the baby. I needed to tell Wayland. I walked off as soon as we were finished at the salon. But when Wayland saw me, his face betrayed his shock at my new haircut. What? Why are you bald? I cried. Mom wanted to make as much money as she could. But they didn't like my hair enough, so she had them cut it all off. I, you look really different. I'm not sure I like it. Um, Waylon, I came here because I, I, I need to talk to you about something. Are you breaking up with me? Because if that's the case, I, I agree. I, I don't know if I want to be with a bald girl. What? No, Waylon, this is bigger than that. What do you mean? Remember a few months ago when, you know. What? Just get to the point already. I, I'm pregnant. I'm having your baby. We're having a baby, Waylon. I tried as best I could to smile. But when Waylon's eyes grew as wide as saucers, I saw his fear and disbelief. Waylon simply walked away. He didn't say a word, but I knew. I knew he would never want to take responsibility. I mean, who would? Who would even be ready at that point? We were so young. I cried the whole walk home. But my troubles didn't end there. Before I could even come to our front door, I noticed something sitting outside. They were my bags, and they were stuffed with my clothes. I knocked on the door. I tried to open it, but it was locked. I tried the back door. I knocked on the windows, but my mom wouldn't let me in. Even when I could clearly see she was on the couch, when I knocked harder and begged her to let me in, she only put the TV's volume up. I guess that now that she couldn't make money off of my hair anymore, she doesn't need me. And with a baby on the way, that was just the kind of work Mom was not interested in. I had no choice. For several months, I had to live in the streets, lugging my bags around wherever I went. I did odd jobs here and there. 
I even did regular work for a car shop near the park where I slept. I was very close to my due date when I met Sven. His car was stalled close to the park bench I slept at, and since he was foreign and didn't know the area very much, he didn't know where to have it fixed. I recommended the car shop I worked at, but he was panicked. I, I absolutely can't. I'm going to be late for something very important. Do you perhaps happen to know anyone who can help with this right now? Luckily for you, I actually can. But whatever it is you're going to be late for, I suggest you just take an Uber, because this will take more than a few minutes. Your engine's all messed up. So without much choice and seeing how he couldn't possibly think a pregnant homeless girl would steal his car, Sven left in a rush for his thing. I was doing my final checks on the car after having fixed it when my water broke. I was already in the car turning the ignition on, so I didn't have time to think. I didn't want to leave Sven's car unattended either. So I drove myself to the emergency room. It was a rush. I was so scared for my life, driving on highways as I suffered from contractions. I wasn't even sure I was going to make it to the hospital, but I did. And I gave birth to a healthy baby girl. I named her Nicole. When Sven called, I had to tell him what happened, and he was very forgiving about it, even about the fact that he had to have his interior deep clean since I broke my water in the driver's seat. Sven stayed by my side as I recovered. He was very kind. He listened to my story, and I felt like I made a real friend. He took pity on me. He even vowed to help me, and he did. He paid for my hospital bills, and he took me to his house. He said the street was no place to raise a baby, and despite my pride, I took his help. I needed to take care of my kid. I cooked for him. I cleaned his house. He didn't want me to, but I insisted. It's the only way I could pay you back for everything. Let me at least give your cars whatever maintenance they need. You don't need to. I just want to help. Sven gave me the car that I fixed for him, and with it, I was able to go out and look for a job and do his groceries. Sometimes one of his maids would watch Nicole for me. I was doing some grocery shopping when my life changed forever. How old are you, sweetheart? Has anyone ever told you how beautiful your hair is? And my, how, how tall are you? Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you. I'm 14 and, um, six feet, I think. Six feet and only 14. Here's my card, darling. Call me if you ever think of becoming a model. That man made me a star. My hair had gone back to what it used to be, and as I grew older, I only became taller. Sven was just happy I'd found a career. I was featured on so many magazines. The high fashion mechanic, they called me. They dressed me in designer overalls and made me pose next to supercars. One day, my ex mistakenly sent me an invite to his wedding. When I showed up with Sven and Nicole, a swarm of paparazzi swarmed the venue. Even the wedding photographer abandoned Waylon and his new wife. I totally ruined Waylon's day by just showing up. And I'm not sorry about it. What made my day even better was that, in front of everyone, Sven proposed to me. We just got married, and soon, He's going to adopt Nicole.